talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And good morning, gentlemen. Hello. Or say good afternoon, good night. People don't really know when we record this. Or they could be listening at 2 a.m. when you're just getting going good. Good morning, yes. good afternoon, and good night. Wasn't yes. that one of those dumb and dumber? Seaside. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, that's right. Truman Show. Truman Show. That's right. Yep. That's a that's a you know that'd be an interesting uh, concept to talk about Truman Show. I was there last weekend. Yes, you were. Sure you was. were there multiple times actually. A long time. Heard there was a bridge. Bridge uh, got hit by a barge. Got stuck in traffic on the way home. Four <laughs> and a half hour drive. That's Thank a great start much. of a joke. So a uh, bridge got hit by a barge. <laughs> it's true. It happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, today's topic's a good one though. I'm a, I'm a, of course you know I think I really do say that every single time. Of course I come up with the topics most of the time. So <laughs> yeah. maybe that's the problem. Um, We're but, just happy to be in the room with you. We really are. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel good. That's, <laughs> Let's get that's going here. very exciting. Um, no, here, here's, the, here's the topic. We're going to talk about how we plan our day. Hmm. Very spiritual topic. Actually, it is, isn't Can it? be, yeah. It is. Should be. So let's go. How do you plan your day, boys? I can't plan the day without planning the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, full disclosure... Um, Brent is probably the more planted person in the room. We plan, but we normally plan in our heads, and then we match the plan up to what's reality. Yeah. Uh, Brent, you you put stuff on the calendar for December of 2021. That's correct. <clears throat> so pretty I, much nobody beats you when it comes to reserving vans or spaces or. There there are occasions. So. <laughs> Did you notice the years ago, fake humility there? <laughs> years ago, I started with the Franklin Planner. If you remember those oh, days yeah. uh, before there were iDevices mm-hmm. to be able to put your computer and link it all together with your phone and technology. And before there were calendars on devices, had wow. the Franklin, Franklin Planner. Hard copy, and that was really, it was second to my Bible, quite honestly. Yeah. And if I lost that, just like I lost my Bible, I was completely out of place. I'd have to turn around and go back and get it. It wow. was it was really really bad because I didn't know what my day looked like. And they were the expensive. The they, they, were, they were expensive. They were cheap. You buy them, and I think like eighteen month or twelve months, yeah. eighteen month different yeah. groupings, and then you could literally plan out a year, year and a half wow. out. So the organizations <laughs> always that's where you hard. learned it. Well, it was even that way before I I started started that i don't know i just i can't say i was like that as a child i don't remember being like that as in high school or even first years of college but something clicked at some point i think it was really the responsibility because there was a point in my life where i was literally working five jobs at a time and trying to support a family doing all these odds and ends trying to make ends meet and if i did not keep up with what my responsibilities were something fell through and that meant usually a financial hit more than anything So that's where I started putting pieces together, and I worked for an organization that allowed me to purchase a Franklin planner because I couldn't afford it, afford to buy it on my own. So wow. I Is that Waterfront? Planning. It was. It was yeah. a Waterfront Rescue yeah. Mission years back. And so I've been organized, so to speak, for many, many years now. Wow. You know, it, there's a, a kind of a push-pull when it comes to organizing or planning for me. In that I, my, my, and, and I think this is the case for pretty much everybody. Our personalities most likely dictate our organization skills, or maybe not the skills, but our organization propensity. Yeah. And my personality is much more spontaneous, um, which is ironic because I really like to know where I'm going. 
I just don't feel the need to know where I'm going until I'm about to go there, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the push-pull or the, the conflict for me is how do I organize enough to where there's not chaos but don't over-organize where there's not freedom and flexibility to do things that need to be done or can be done mm-hmm. because you you know if you're if you're too organized and you have no room for anything you you miss a lot of life that just is, is spontaneous yeah you know also, that also depends on job requirements yeah. as well and and what free time and work responsibility actually looks like for me a day in day out responsibility I'm, I'm I'm working with teenagers and young adults on a regular mm-hmm. basis so I'm constantly meeting with them throughout the week so I have to have a pretty regimented schedule and based on the number of people that I'm meeting with throughout the week dictates I, I have to be organized. I can't, I can't necessarily on any particular day go over. For instance, as we put this on the calendar to do a podcast every week, it's on my calendar every single week because mm-hmm. if not, then I will double will look and then, then there's an issue. Yeah, there are some things that I, I'm kind of a mix of both, I guess. Um, kind of probably what Jeff is saying there are certain things that I definitively have to put on. By the way, I didn't do the Franklin thing. I, I bought those over the years, and I'd use them for about three or four days. <laughs> they would end up on the floorboard of the car underneath the seat. So I, I don't know how many times I wasted money buying I, that. never worked for me. Now, digital calendars have, have helped me immensely. And uh, now with things like uh, weddings, you know, I, ha- I have to put those on the calendar. I, that's something I cannot miss. Um, so there are certain things that are events like that, that are definitely there. I'm not really, um, the weekly stuff like today's podcast and stuff. I don't necessarily put those on there. Um, but, but that's a, uh, that's an every week thing for me that I know, but I don't, I don't know that I have as many, um, appointments during the week as you do. So, um, I do put appointments that are out of the norm on there, if that makes sense. So, um, but for me, Part of my, uh, part of my way to, to plan or whatever, I'm, I have monthly and I have weekly. So, I try to. I, I work in bunches. I tend to work bunches better. I and mean, some people are probably better at the. Um, and this took me years to figure out. But some people are better at the slow and steady, like the consistent work every day, which I think is probably the preferred way to do it. Yeah. You know, just a bite of of it every day, <laughs> get it done. I'm more of the get out of the gate and sprint as hard as I can, get as much done as I can, and then relax. So, which is probably this is not advice. I don't. That's probably not the preferred way to do it. Um, but I do that monthly. Um, you know, I plan uh, a lot of our services around here a, a month at a time. Um, I look at my calendar monthly for upcoming events, upcoming upcoming stuff to make sure I'm, you know, got done what I need to get done, and then weekly. Um, there are certain things, just tasks around here, uh, around the church we work at, uh, that need to get done. I try to do those on Monday, um, just to get as much done, which is the day we, today we're doing this by the way as well. So yeah. on Monday, but, um, you know, but I'll, I'll be here, uh, you know, till six, seven tonight, try to get a lot done on Monday. For me, that's a way to, uh, to build in that margin. And if I don't get it done today, I've got, you know, three or four other days to pick that up. Uh, during the week, so. so I think the the key is for our for for our calendar to be a slave to us rather than for us to be a slave to our calendar. Yeah. Because if you calendars, and, and again, I do think that determ- that is dependent upon temperament. What what is your temperament? What is your own personality? In 
we have to become comfortable, so to speak, in our own skin, to know who we are and then operate within our giftedness and our strength rather than going, you know what, I'm supposed to be like this, which if if I did, if I organized my day like my wife organizes her day, it, it would be a disaster because she plans to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. She has lists and all that kind of stuff. I'm much less planning, but both of us get the stuff done that we need yeah. to get done because we work within our own system. Mm-hmm. And I struggle with that in my younger years because, yeah, me too. Because you know, we, our world—I say our world, our culture—is a very nine-to-five culture, mm-hmm. but it's really not. And it, so we tend to compare ourselves and our work habits based on that. And not every job fits that. Does that make sense? It's funny in, in seminary, you know the. <clears throat> I don't think professors compared notes with each other sometimes, mm. but you'd, uh, and by the way, if any happens to be listening, I do thank you for the education. It was great. <laughs> but, but, but here's a, here's a word, you know, I agree with everything you said to but. you. Um, you know, you go to the preaching class and I remember the phrase, I remember the words of 20 hours minimum. Yeah. Prep oh, time God. for a sermon. And then, you know, you go over to the, the counseling class where you're going to be spending Numerous hours per week counseling couples on marriages, and this is just the ministry I'm talking about here. And then, of course, you've got to do the hospital visits. And so if if we went out of each one of those classes and took notes about the number of hours that they required, well, they just built in a 120-hour work week for us, yep. you know? it's And then they talk about making sure your family has enough time. Right, right, yeah. You're, of you're, course. They're first, time actually. And, yeah. yeah. So you need to go to all the ball games. So it's an impossibility. So... um I think there's lessons to be learned from those that are super structured planned and i think there's lessons to be learned from those that are <laughs> absolutely no planning there's that middle ground that really let I, I me put it like this i think it's we nobody needs to listen to this and go man i got it you know i think we can yeah. all learn um you can plan the calendar so tight and then it just takes one little thing and the whole week is wrecked the other extreme there's the person who doesn't put anything on the on the calendar, and they're missing appointments. They're, they're late to they're, everything. They're usually the guys smoking weed, though. Well, uh, that's <laughs> no. I, yeah, yeah, those two. But yeah, I've met, but you've met the free flowers that yeah. just kind of, and they're happy go lucky. But at the same time, uh, you, you still need some structure. Yeah. I mean, you can't just float through life and be late to everything and miss appointments. You know, leave people waiting on you. Um, you know, that's there's that middle ground. We have to do both. So. so that's the theory on how we plan our day. Now, what's, what are the nuts and bolts? How do we actually do it? And I think for the three of us, it's really going to be somewhat different. Um, who wants to start? Just, Every morning I wake up and I think I have so much to do today. I, I really feel like I need to spend the first two hours in prayer. I think, <laughs> was it Martin Luther that said that? I don't know. It's totally not me, by the way. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Martin yeah. Luther, right? Martin Luther, I think, said that. Is that Martin Luther? I don't know. Maybe it was Augustine. I don't hey, know. Hey, Brent, let's give it a moment and see if he keels over dead here. <laughs> oh, come on. God knows I have a sense of humor. <laughs> yes, he does. Right, come on, let's move on. Moving on. Moving no, on. we want to wait. We okay. want we want to bask in the awkward in the well, awkward moments. Ratings going up here. <laughs> Man dies on <clears throat> podcast. So actually, here's what I try to do. I try to wake up. I don't try. I wake up. And I'm a slow riser. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't wake up and jump out of bed. Hello, it's a new day. Good nope. morning. I wake up and I require silence. And and I, if you talk to me in yep. the first ten minutes of the day, may not be a great reception because mm-hmm. I just I just I'm not a fast waker upper. Me either. Um. But once so so I I want to start 
to gain speed like a locomotive. And I want to start my day by by thinking about what what is the day. Now, in a, in a, in a perfect day, I'm going to start by by saying, Lord, where do you want to use me today? Who, who do you want me to talk to? Who do you want me to uh, to love? Who do you want me to be kind to? And I'm wanting to focus the day based on that particular day, trying to live by faith, not by by calendar. Now, I'm not saying it's an either or because all of us seek to do this as well. Yeah. But for me, I want to know, Lord, is there somebody today that's not in my on my radar that you want me to, to come in contact with? That's what that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. And um, and then so then I go to some time I read and um, I, I try to catch up on what's going on. And, and, it, and it varies. Sometimes I read through Facebook and that's really not just a meaningless exercise to me. I really am trying to connect with people because you learn a lot about folks at church by what they say on Facebook. You learn about their struggles. You learn about their celebrations. Yeah. Um, and it is a it is a touch. It is a connection. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and then I'll oftentimes go into a, uh, a podcast. Sometimes I'll listen to uh, Al Mohler, the uh, the daily the daily briefing. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll listen to StoryBrand, which is uh, more of a marketing, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's kind of shifted into to other things as well, but. Uh, it, it all. I, I try to learn in the morning, is, and I try to collect my thoughts and and focus. Yeah. Um, and then I'll come into the office and try to start thinking about okay, what actually has to be done today. Uh, I keep a, a list in Wonderlist. We all have Wonderlist. That's kind of a staff great um, app, by the way. App, yeah, and and we communicate through that, and we give each other notes through that. But I have a daily list, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't have a Sunday list because my Sundays are always the same. Hmm. Um, and throughout the week, I'll assign different tasks to whatever day on my wonder list that I think that I can do them or that they need to be done. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I keep a calendar as well, and I, and I kind of just keep circling between all of them. So that's that's in a nutshell my system. I can talk about more of that later, but... What do you? Do? I know you plan long in advance, Brent. But how do you? I love the mornings when I wake up and I've already got a song in my mind. Birds are chirping, and <laughs> we're uh, so different. <laughs> and maybe he, I've had he a wakes dream up or happy. Something yeah. about about God. I, I really. I've not always been this way, but I really try to intentionally wake up when my very first thoughts are of my heavenly Father. I really do, and I, I, I say, you know, I say I wake up with with songs in my mind in my head. It doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't happen maybe once or twice a month, mm-hmm. if that. But when it does, it's just it's beautiful. And I do the the majority of my my thinking. I'm wired as a morning person, so I'm up at five a.m. all but Saturdays. I'm up at five a.m. and that's about an hour time for me to wake up get some coffee and spend some time reading, praying, studying, whatever it is that I want to do, just kind of get my day going. I really, I don't even look at the calendar unless it's just something that's pressing for the day, but probably 99 times out of a hundred, I don't even look at my calendar, open up anything like that until after I start waking up the rest of the family. And then I'll start thinking about the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Then I come to the office or have meetings. The vast majority of the time I'm, I'm in meetings anywhere from, eight to noon on a daily basis and sometimes later than that. And so just coming in and thinking, processing and, and doing the majority of my, I, the way I described it to my wife last week, actually, 
it kind of clicked with me that I work mentally the first 10 hours of the day or eight hours of the day. And then the second eight hours of the day is when I work physically because that's when I go home and I'm helping kids and I'm doing stuff around the house or whatever. But my mental work is, is from the time I wake up up until, you know, whatever time I come home, hmm. uh, eight, 10 hours later. I like what uh, something you just said. I don't want to pass by because um, Jeff, you kind of said it too. We, whether we do it at 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. or whatever, um, one thing you said was I don't look at the calendar when I get up. I just kind of uh, drink coffee, process, you pray, and um, you kind of said the same thing too. You Before you get into the calendar and all that, you're reading. Yeah, and just, just trying to center. I think, because I kind of do the same thing too. I think that's an important maybe some nugget we just landed upon here accidentally. So regardless of, of somebody's style, I think that is an important thing just to kind of get our mind. Because I think if we, if the first thing we do in the morning is grab the phone or grab the iPad or whatever, and look at the calendar, uh, to me, it just, it can hit you in the gut. Like, Oh man, I got so much to do. You know what I mean? Like you miss, uh, you just can start bad. You know what I mean? Like we're frustrated with, with how much we have to do. Um, I, I didn't want to miss that. I thought that was really good. And so if there is something calendar wise for me that I have to do that day, yeah. many times through technology, I'll set an alarm so that it will go off at 6 a.m. So I've been up an hour, boom, okay. at 6 a.m. Like, don't forget that you got this at right. whatever time. The really important stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kids got to be to school early or yeah. I've got an early morning meeting that I you know, almost forgot. So nine times out of 10, that's kind of how I do it. One little trick i don't i think i read this in a john ortberg book i've never read ortberg I, I like his stuff he's the guy that wrote the um if you want to uh, walk on water you got to get out of the boat uh life you've always wanted i think he was at willow creek anyway good stuff practical writing but um you know when when we're praying whenever you're praying morning night whenever this i know this has happened to you and some of our listeners uh as you're praying it's like immediately maybe it's spiritual warfare everything that you have forgotten to do for the past mm. month week year of your life suddenly comes flooding in and it's like and you get overwhelmed even in the middle of prayer so i learned this little nugget and i've i've used this for years now um just accept that and realize that maybe that's a place to pray yeah but a way to release that is to write that down for me. I go ahead and, and I, you know, some people may think this is wrong, but I'll pick my phone up in the middle of a prayer and I will email myself that note. But what what I'm doing is I'm releasing that thought because when you're thinking, you're going, I cannot forget to do that. Well, that's a way for me to go, okay, I'm not going to forget to do this. Yeah. And I'm releasing it right then. So that's I, understanding I relationship more than somebody who says that's wrong. Because you actually are saying this is so important. Yes. I don't want to keep thinking about it. I want to put it aside so I can continue my conversation That's with what, you. Well, and if and literally when we, as we came in here today, just 30 minutes ago, I emailed myself. I do it all day long. If you look at my email <laughs> me, right me, now. Me, me, me. Yeah, it is. And it's <laughs> and that, the subject is to do. And every once in a while, about once a week or so, I'll clean up that to do list because what I'll do is I'll reply to myself. <laughs> and so I'm not, I'm not kidding. There's they a string of... have a technical of, term. It's called schizophrenia. It is. There's a string Multiple of 10, 12, 13 different emails. But, and sometimes it's little things like... Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it works. I mean, it, it, it's I a way for myself. me to release it. Yeah, okay, so same yeah. thing. Like, simple. Like, I've got clothes to pick up okay, the cleaners. So how is this any different than a to-do list? It, it is a to-do list. It, well, because a to-do list you have to go to. A text or an email, you're constantly scrolling by it all the time. At least that's how often thought. do you check your email? See, I, I look at my email on my phone constantly. 
pretty often. So I, I do pretty often, but I also have a list. That okay. I look at. Truth. How many lists do you have? Let's pull them out. How many lists? How many lists do you have? Well, I, I, don't, I don't understand the question. Like, how many lists do you have? How many different? <laughs> well, Brent, Brent, Brent is scrolling oh through his right now. Two, so. Three, four. <clears throat> so, what app are you using there? Wait, we're still counting. counting. Count. All right, so mine is do, here. Do, 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 I've got do, do, do. Are you one, two, list? three, yeah, three, okay. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You 30, know, 40, while y'all are 70, 90, counting 20, and do, they're still counting. One, two, three, four, Ladies five, and gentlemen, six, this is just me 9, talking 30, to you while they're doing this. Two, three, four, three, five, three, six, three, seven, forty-eight, <laughs> three, nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine. You need four more. Four more for the record. I have no idea. I have forty-nine lists. I have fifty-three. It's the it's the list app off of Apple's uh, iPhones that I use. Okay, so I, this is making a point. We all function. <laughs> so how many lists do you have? You don't I, even I know, don't, do you? No, I, I email. <laughs> you myself. You have an email. I email myself, and now I do use Wonder. So I'm compartmentalized. I use Wonder List for our weekly meeting topics for our Tuesday staff meetings, and I use it for. Um, I have one for uh, songs that I want to remember to maybe do later. So I've there's certain things. That, it works for me. You know, maybe that's the point. Find something that works for you. I, I can't even imagine. That would drive me crazy. 53 list. Well, they're alphabetized, so I know exactly what oh to my do gosh. and where to go. And <laughs> wow. So, so the problem with me, if I don't put it in a specific category, yeah. then it'll all be one gigantic yeah. list, and that will be overwhelming to me. Like, I know I can go to house punch list to okay. know what I have left to do, but I'm really bad about marking them off, so I have to go through regularly yeah. and start... And, and that actually makes me feel better because I go, man, done, done, yes. done. I've done more than I Good. thought I did. Yeah. Now, I do what you're talking about. Yeah, if I, I don't email myself for everything. The, the email myself is more pick clothes up from the cleaner. Uh, don't forget to upload the sermon to uh, online. It's it's just daily little, it's task. So, so going back not to big stuff. playing the calendar, part of the listing that I do is I have a daily list, kind of like you were saying, Jeff. You have a list. And so for me, Pick up the dry cleaning is a Monday afternoon, so I'll put that on my Monday to-do list or whatever that uh -huh. is. So th the vast majority of my day-in, day-out activities is done on a particular list for a particular day. And if I don't finish it and I need to finish it tomorrow, I'll just scroll over, over and drop it in the Tuesday or yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. There's some things that stay on there that I never delete. So it's you know, Wednesday. I know I've got to get the stuff ready for Wednesday night. And there's certain things, certain mm -hmm. things that I need to m make up, write up, draw up, whatever that – always stay on there but you know again i think it go, going full circle here this takes us back to how do we is there even a necessity to carve out to intentionally put relationship with jesus as part of that list i was just thinking that and but it, but it's really it's honestly the same thing about families and relationships i i heard this statement years ago and it's always stuck with me and the statement was was basically show me your calendar and show me your checkbook and I'll tell you what you're passionate about. Hmm. And I'm not suggesting that we have to put down Monday morning, 5 a.m., get up and pray. Yeah. That should be part of our DNA. It should be part of yeah. our regular Brushing your teeth. intention. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't be something we have to put down. Yeah. But it is a it is a transformational thing. And all of a sudden you go on vacation for a week or you do this yeah. and you're all of a sudden you're you're out of the habit. And sometimes it's it's more difficult to carve that back in or then I'm behind schedule. So again, it's prioritizing 
What really is most important is getting the to-do list of six, eight, ten things more important than your mm-hmm. Martin Luther quote of, right. or, or Augustine or whoever you think that it was. I've heard yeah. it before also. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. But it's basically the more stuff I have to do means the more time I need to start the day off in prayer. Mm-hmm. And that does make sense. It, uh, once you start walking through <laughs> that, it's because, wait a minute, maybe those ten things really is mm-hmm. just three. It's not 10, it's 3, because the other 7, although they're important in the moment as I start thinking about it, I, it's not as immediate as I thought mm-hmm. it was because I've spent time with, with the Father, yeah. and the relationship is the most important aspect. You know, we're talking to a host of people, different kinds of jobs, and, and some people don't have the flexibility in their job. I mean, they don't, they don't have a to-do list right. in a job because they're told what to do, and yeah. they do it, and then when they're done, they don't have to think about it anymore. Others, they they have much more. Uh, it, it's much more self managed. Yeah. For, so for our world as yeah. pastors, it is much more self managed, and it can honestly be overwhelming because the number of things we have to do, and then the number of things we should do. So the the urgent, uh, the tyranny of the urgent supersedes the t- the the necessity of the important. And mm-hmm. so we can do that which is screaming the loudest and neglect that which really is most important. Obviously, that yeah. being taking time to read, taking time to think, taking time to process. And if I can just, it, that's so true. And that is probably where a, in the ministry, but even in life, that's where a lot of people get in trouble right there because yeah. the urgent never ends. Never. Um, when, when something is checked off the list that is urgent, there's really a never season where the urgent is done, you know. And so the things that are important, which are, you know, relationship building, whether it be with God or with family or whatever, do easily get kind of put on the shelf. They're important, but they're not urgent. So they just kind of get pushed back always, 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 always. Um, we have people listening that are more on the Brent side where they're very planned and calendared. And then you got some who are very much the other side. Uh, and it can even spiritualize this and say, you know, I'm just going to wake up every day and see where God leads. And that sounds super good and spiritual yeah. on the outside. But there are some things that have to be done, and yeah. God would have you to do those things. You got to pick the feel kids led up to clean my house today. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. or, or you, you got to pick the kids up from school. I mean, there's things you got to do during the day. So I, there's a danger in having this conversation that we can fall in into one of these two camps or feel guilty that we're not doing one of these two. I think the key to this whole thing is finding. Uh, what's right and yeah. finding what works for us, finding a, a method. We all three just named different methodologies that, and by the way, mine, it's working for me now, but it didn't come. No, that's a good point. It came over time. It, yeah. it, it's me figuring out me. But, but would you not agree that the, the struggle in, in discovering the road between the ditches for you mm-hmm. was not so much in, in who you were, but in you trying to conform to everybody else's expectations? Does that make sense? Sure. So it's like we're trying to we're looking at all these things out here, and we're going, well, they say I need to do it this way. They say I need to yes. do it this way, and so we're we're in chaos in our life because we're listening to everybody else instead of finding mm-hmm. our own rhythm and right. being okay with it not necessarily looking like everybody else's. You know, this whole notion of a nine to five job or an eight to four thirty job, or you know, the 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 schedule that's been given that's that's been dictated to us well number 1 if you're in ministry there's no such thing number 2 is the goal to look like the regular work week or is the goal to actually produce fruit and i can right. say even for those not 
in ministry full time. I mean, the, the goal is not to um, just conform. The goal is to actually produce fruit in your life and to be satisfied and yeah. content and to be growing and all these things. And that doesn't necessarily fit into a pre-subscribed or pre-described mold. Mm-hmm. I know from my life, practically speaking, um, I, I like you, uh, Kevin, I like to do things in chunks. Mm-hmm. Like I know on Mondays I'm going to do certain things. Like I know podcast is yeah. on Monday, and I know that um, I'm going to try to do some correspondence on Monday. And then on Monday afternoons I'm going to try to read, and I'm going to try to yeah. get – you know, get my, my get week going. straight. Yeah. On Tuesdays, I've, I usually, usually do meetings all day Tuesdays because that's yeah. just a meeting day. Yeah. Wednesday mornings, I'm going to spend um, in thinking and, and, and praying and dreaming. And then Wednesday afternoons, I'm going to start preparing uh, for Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday is much more of a people day. So, you know, there are these mm-hmm. rhythms that you get in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing, at least for me, because I, I, I don't have to guess what kind of stuff I'm doing on that day, that day right. but I, but I have a direction. And then on that day I can go, okay, this is the particular thing I need to do. That makes and sense. you're building in, in all of that, you're building in some potential catch up times because Absolutely. It, it, it happens all the time. Uh, we got to, you miss something during one of the meetings on Tuesday goes longer than it was supposed to. That happens all the time. All the time. So, or people don't die <laughs> on our schedule, on, on the, on the scheduled yeah. death day. Yeah. And people don't have car wrecks on the uh, car wreck mm-hmm. day. Right. You know, that my, my car wreck day is uh, Wednesday from 10 yeah. to 12. But people rarely yeah. have a car wreck and at that time of the day. Brent and I get the rest of the week. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and of course, I'm being facetious, but that's. Yeah, sure. So one of the things that I, I have have become comfortable with is recognizing that all jobs are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, a firefighter doesn't work uh, eight hours a day, five days a week. They work 24 hours, and then they have 48 hours off. Mm -hmm. So in that 24 hours, are they working the whole time? Well, if they have calls all day long, they are. It's just it's round the clock. And then some days they have no calls, so they're cleaning trucks and checking gear, and they're going grocery shopping, and they're uh, um, making their beds, and they're doing— So are we going to say to them, because they're sitting around watching TV— on their work time that they're not working? Uh, no. No, of course not. Why? Because they're resting because they had a call the the last shift they were mm-hmm. on, and then they know that in any given second, well, not that to bell mention, goes off and yeah, they've got a call. Not to mention the, the emotional, mm-hmm. sure. mental energy they need a break from, you know, so I don't have any problems with that at all. And then the executive, he's on a golf course um, golfing on a Tuesday morning. Is he working? <laughs> Probably probably doing sales out there. Actually, if if there's if there's a customer with him and yeah. that customer's a, a $5 million customer, you mm-hmm. better believe he's working, yeah. right? But it doesn't look so somebody who works in a shop is going to go, "Man, all he does is play golf all day." But you know what? That's not a fun game of golf. Yeah. That, that's a work day. You know, too, we're at we're at our 30-minute mark here, but um there are there are secular business books out there that are study after study are showing um Four week work weeks and uh, mm-hmm. and and even big companies that are planning uh, gaps of time in the in the work day rest time. Um, there's there's some of them even they have nap time like we did in kindergarten with our little mats and all that. Um, there's studies out there that are showing that that is and, and to me, regardless of how people do it, I think 
that's building that space in. That's yeah. building that margin, giving that rest time, giving that pullback time. I think it's important. We don't value that nearly like no. we should. That's not to say not to work. We got to work. We got to do our stuff. Absolutely. And and God has given us work. I mean, that's biblical. That we, we, we that's something for us to take pride in and to to enjoy our work. But uh, but we also need to pull back sometimes and not let it control us. We control it. So. Well, we do need to close it up. Brent, yep. you got any final words? It's funny, we're on a clock here. So <laughs> this whole podcast is done by a controlled. That's, and that's... we have scheduled what we're going to talk about on yeah. this podcast. Interesting. Sched- we are unscheduled, scheduled. And I've interrupted you, Brent. You were about to talk. I'm sorry. I have no final words. <laughs> just find what works for you. It really is. It's just the intentionality behind yeah. it. Definitely. All right. Sounds good. All right. You all out there, thank you for listening. FranklinPlanner.com. Was... Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Wonderlist.com. <laughs> thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. You want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.